0: Welcome to Jetpacks are Overrated. Hello, Seamus Byrne here again with another Jetpacks are Overrated. Hope you're doing well. This week I'm going to talk a little bit about my relationship with Facebook. It's a fraught one um, and the tension has kind of increased again this week, but... I think it's always worth talking it through out loud because I think a lot of us are struggling with this same idea of wanting to kind of, stay want to stay connected, but not wanting to support uh, a, a service that is making an awful mess of things right now. So I guess I've kind of really loved to hate hate book. It's been, you know, a good long time. I'd say uh, it was probably uh, middle of last year that I really uh, started to take a big step away uninstall the app from mobile devices that was awesome i highly recommend it it's really good to only specifically use it in certain contexts instead of having it there as a little reaction that you keep just kind of fidgeting your way towards mostly though for me the reason that i've stayed on it has been focused around connecting with family in ireland We've got a very big family back over there and it's always great to stay in touch and it has certainly made that more possible than ever before. And then to run social media for, for Biteside and for you know a few other projects. The other one actually is connecting with some Facebook groups, a group that I play D&D with here in my local area or another group of people in the industry that Uh, formed a kind of fitness motivation group a few years ago Um, those kinds of things have been incredibly valuable but then this week there's been yet more news There always seems to be more news about facebook and the ways in which it just keeps weaseling around doing anything about stopping terrible content on its website Uh, this latest story Uh, is essentially looking at the idea that they have decided to kind of drop climate denial into an opinion bucket uh, so that it can ignore its own claims that it will fact-check more of the bad content shared on its site. So through its fact-checking processes, uh, it has decided that uh, quite a lot of climate denial is going to sit in opinion now, and therefore it won't do anything about it. In so many ways, that really felt like a last straw. This stuff gets shared so virally, Uh, I have so many discussions with family members uh, and wider kind of friend communities where you're trying to explain to them that this random story they read on Facebook isn't true. That sense, that, that palpable feeling that, well, if I've read it 10 times, there must be some truth to it because surely if something wasn't true, It wouldn't be spread so widely. And look, there's been so many last draws. And that's why it kind of feels like a joke to even be talking about it again. But the lack of action when it was used to incite genocide in Myanmar, and there's incredible documented evidence about this. The company has apologized, but they haven't done anything. It's always weasel words. It's always promises for everything that it has been done wrong over the past decade. But as I said, when I think about the clubs and the different groups that I kind of connect with, um, yeah, this is the kind of thing where I'm like, if without those groups, maybe I wouldn't have achieved my first marathon a few years ago. And that was something that was so helpful. But it's really reached a point where I feel like, does choosing to stay make you feel more complicit in the things that are going on? There's a real darkening of democracy and a destruction of truth and facts, where every insane theory is just as shareable as the legitimate work of a great scientist. And indeed, actually, it's even more shareable because the crazy stuff delivers the better engagement. That classic dirty word of our times, engagement. Then today, and like literally yesterday, I was starting to get very, very serious about it. What are the steps I need to take? I wanted to plan an exit, not just up sticks and walk away, but I was really starting to think about it. Do I start to rebuild my dress book? What are the things I need to do? But then today news has dropped uh, of more and more advertisers starting to pull their dollars from Facebook. Because some activists have started to ask big companies if they realize the kinds of content that their ads are appearing alongside. It's a lot like the boycotts of YouTube a couple of years ago when its algorithms were really, really out of control. Are they much better over there on YouTube? I don't necessarily think they're a lot better, but they are better and they've absolutely taken steps to appease the people that they really care about, which is their advertisers. And so, seeing advertisers starting to pull dollars from Facebook, uh, there's a hashtag "Stop Hate for Profit" that has really kind of tried to push companies uh, to participate in these kinds of boycotts. Uh, and so, a number of companies are they're saying they're pausing their ad spends. They're not necessarily just pulling them forever, but they're pausing them on the basis that they want to see real action against against hate speech, against racism against conspiracy theories being spread through Facebook. So I feel like seeing people start to really hit Facebook in that one place that it will pay attention to, its revenues, is kind of giving me hope because it makes me think that maybe it's worth staying and just shouting a lot more loudly about what's going on there and why we should all be demanding it's better. Because in some ways it's like, uh, you know, when we talk about how, Uh, with our own countries where we want to criticize our countries or the ways in which you know there's a great quote from james baldwin great uh, american writer who talks about the fact that he loves his country so much that he should criticize it with his full voice you want to criticize things that you know have the power to be good and facebook really does have the power to be good but it really really has to stop pretending that it cares about the changes and start really making some real changes uh so i am i think regardless i'm going to start this kind of long march towards an exit strategy um absolutely working on rebuilding my own contact lists actual phone numbers actual email addresses for friends and family and kind of start working on extracting important information and And even like personal thoughts and things I've published there in a sense over the years. And, you know, document what seems to be, I think, best practice for extraction along the way. I think that would be helpful to, to a lot of other people too. And also trying to find what the true alternatives are. I think nobody is trying to build our Facebook as an alternative. But there's lots of ways in which that we connect socially that are emerging because... There has to be other ways that we can do this stuff. But first and foremost, getting phone numbers back in the right place, getting email addresses back in the right place so that it is viable to walk away and not feel like you've actually abandoned all of your friends and family. Um, one cool thing that I've found is uh, a Chrome extension called Newsfeed Eradicator. Um, you know, I don't necessarily believe in ad blocking as a concept because, you know, hey, I publish things online. I think ads are a valuable asset uh, to helping pay for things that are free, but this just gets rid of your newsfeed altogether. So it just makes that middle column disappear. Uh, disappear. And after just kind of having a quick play with it today, um, it really kind of makes it feel like more like a set of tools you know, where you do basically just have a giant contact list of people. And you have groups and pages and you have to actively choose what thing that you've gone there to look for rather than just letting it all kind of wash over you. So I think that one's well worth a look. Newsfeed Eradicator for Chrome. But in the end, I'm still unsure kind of which way I'm going to tip. But I think I'm pleased at least to see some real action in targeting Facebook with a strategy that it does care about because they won't really care if I just walk away. And maybe that means there is one less voice that's shouting against it because I just wouldn't be shouting at it anymore. I'd be shouting from the sidelines instead of from the inside. I feel like when people have poked fun at Reddit for being a cesspit of bad content, it's almost always from a place where it feels fine to do it because they don't actually use it themselves and so they've only heard about the bad things. Whereas I think just like Facebook, Reddit can be whatever you kind of need it to be if you're using it carefully for yourself. But the thing is, I've actually seen Reddit's leadership doing so much more to actively work on the problems that that website has. Facebook is always lip service. And that's one of the biggest problems and the reasons I feel so angry. I think I feel like YouTube has done more than Facebook and, you know, it really hasn't done much, but, you know, I think it it has. It's done a little bit more. Anyway, I think we'll just uh, have to see how things play out. And um, do our best to say that it's not enough anymore to just kind of pretend that that they care. We have to demand better and maybe going through those advertisers is a way to do it. We'll see how we go.